Welcome fellow patriots and freedom fighters to the March 23rd episode of the Empower Hour. Be sure to go to our website to access a recording of this webinar as well as previous Empower Hour recordings. We have two special guests joining Tanya tonight, Genevieve Coulomb and also Dr. Greg Gary. We also have a question and answer period at the end where we'll try our best to answer as many questions as possible. But of course, we can't get to all of them, so we appreciate your patience and understanding in this regard. I just want to take a moment to pray. Would you please join me? Jesus, I thank you that you are the light of the world. I pray that you'll bless us tonight and give us discernment and wisdom in this fight against the enemy of our souls. Remind us each moment of each day to put our trust in you. You're the only one who is eternal and rock solid. In your name we pray, amen. Action for Canada is a grassroots movement reaching out to millions of Canadians and uniting our voices in opposition to the destructive policies tearing at the fabric of our nation. Through call to action campaigns, we equip citizens to take action. We are committed to protecting faith, family, and freedom. It's now my very great pleasure to introduce you to the founder of Action for Canada, Tanya Gaw. Tanya is a passionate, not to mention relentless, freedom fighter. Long before most of us were aware of the degree of government corruption and malfeasance, she was writing letters and fighting to protect our rights and freedoms. I'm honored to work alongside her as she inspires and empowers Canadians all across our nation to link arms in this challenging fight. Hello, Tanya. And welcome everybody. Wow, we're here again on a Wednesday night, the Empower Hour. Whoop, that music. <laughs> and that's what we intend to do. We intend to empower you, but tonight we're going to work towards um, empowering our youth. And so with that, I wanna give some updates, then we're gonna be, bring Genevieve on and then go to Dr. Greg Gary. Uh, first, I wanna address uh, the alignment between Mr. Singh and Mr. Trudeau. Um, I wanna just, try to speak some uh, calm into what seems like a, a like a storm that we've just entered again. What we've got to remember is that uh, Justin Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh have been working together uh, for years. Uh, so Justin Trudeau had a majority government from 2015 to 2019. And then a bunch of us worked really hard to get him a minority government to uh, make uh, you know his movement less powerful. And we did that. Uh, so he always needs to have a little bit of help when bad legislation is coming to the party. And Mr. Singh has been that help. Uh, it didn't matter what kind of expert witnesses were coming forward to say that their bills were bad ideas. Uh, they've always had a close alignment. And so nothing really changes as far as them being able to push through bad legislation and make bad choices for Canadians. 
I, you know, when I look at some of the comments that were released in the news, I'm just looking down because I'm going to read some of this. Uh, one it announces the Liberal Party of Canada and the New Democratic Party have come to an agreement in a confidence deal that would keep Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government in power with a minority government until 2025 in exchange for advancing key NDP policies. Uh, Trudeau, with so much instability around us, Canadians need stability. <laughs> I, I, I just look at these comments and as, as you can imagine, and I, all we can agree, agree is this guy's just, I always say he's a walking contradiction. He has, uh, you know, brought the destruction upon Canada and the instability. And then he says Canadians need stability. Like, like he's going to do that for us along with Jagmeet Singh. What a joke. Uh, we are different political parties. We stand for different things, but we cannot let our differences stand in the way of delivering what Canadians deserve. Mm, they stand for different things. They both love socialism and tyranny. I think they have more in common than they're admitting publicly. Both parties have identified key policy areas where we share similar objectives and we've agreed to work together to put the needs and interests of Canadians first. Okay, so I could go on, but I won't bother boring us all uh, with this information. Nothing's changed. Changed. Uh, Justin Trudeau is losing power and he started to panic at the time that he had uh, invoked the Emergency Measures Act over the trucker convoy where there was nothing to see. So it went before the Senate and as the Senate was debating, uh, Trudeau started to realize he didn't have the support of the Senate. And so he quickly turned that decision around because otherwise an election would have been called. He would have lost his seat. And, uh, and at that time, it was a very near miss for him. And so again, this is um, evidence of a panic move. He can't do it on his own and with his own power because people hate him and they don't like Jagmeet Singh any better. And so these two criminals are thinking they can work together to bring Canada down. And um, along with the uh, obvious distraction of the Ukraine, uh, what is going on there, which is tragic, and that they would do these this to people and bring about war and blame Russia. And uh, there was a lady from the Ukraine at the rally on Saturday who knew firsthand she said, this is not something that Russia is doing. This is something that the United States and some of the globalist elite have bought, brought upon the Ukraine. So we can't trust anything in the mainstream. If you've seen it on CNN or Global News or CTV, don't believe a word they're saying. We have a crisis in Canada. And that's what our government should be focused on. They've driven us to the bottom of the G7. Our economic uh, position is the worst that it's ever been. And we can thank Mr. Trudeau along with Jagmeet Singh. Both these men need to go to jail and we're gonna keep our focus on what's happening in Canada um, in order to keep a strong democracy um, as, as horrible as it is to see what's going on in the world. Uh, they want to distract us with that while they destroy us. And if we can keep ourselves strong, that will give strength to other nations to do the same. Okay, so I think that I'd like to just go on to the website, uh, Trenzio. Yeah, so unfortunately we lost your, your share screen. So if you want to try sharing it oh. one more time. And if we can't, I have your website ready to go just in case. So we'll take a few minutes if you can get that going. Okay. Yeah, I can see where that happened, actually. We've got some How nice music for people in the meantime. Yes, we've got <laughs> you in the system. And Success. we should be good. 
All right, okay everybody, for those of you who are new, um, in order to get to this page, you go to call to action. We've made a little bit of a change to weekly emails and then any urgent actions like calls to action, I'll actually click on there for a minute because I want everybody to once in a while go into this page and just keep up with these actions. We want you to continue to appeal to law enforcement. Go and check that out. Keep writing them, keep appealing to them because nations that didn't fall into tyranny were where the government, sorry, the military and the police stood with the people. Keep writing the liberal MPs, letting them know how horrible it is what they're doing in their government to step down and remove Trudeau. Contact the Senate over Bill S-233 um, and then you can go through the rest. I really wanna get back to um, Genevieve and, and the rest. So we're going to go straight into investing in our youth and our future. Again, if you're not receiving these emails, make sure that you are signed up. If you are signed up, let somebody know in the chat that you're not receiving them. This is an amazing video on critical race theory because what we wanna do is as we are uh, moving towards supporting our youth in leadership and speaker programs, which, which Dr. Greg Gary will be talking on starting April 1st, make sure that you register your children ages 12 to 19 and it's going to be an eight-week program and we want to make sure that uh, youth are equipped to be able to speak to their peers and to the authority in their lives and that they're well educated on the social issues as well uh, they've been met, waving their hand over here look at the rabbit i just took out of the hat while they've been implementing things like critical race theory and you need to, as well as parents, as just citizens, you need to be aware at how incredibly damaging this is. I say here it's devouring public institutions. Um, so I don't wanna spend the time going over this right now. We will be speaking about it in the future, but the bottom line is, as I've said here, you've heard these words a lot over the last dec decade, equity, social justice, diversity, and inclusion, all to make you to succumb to some very evil agendas by um, victimizing minority groups. Who thrives when they're constantly being victimized for decades? We all need to be treated equally. We were at that stage in Canada and Justin Trudeau and the globalist elites are here to overturn it so that they can start talking about a different kind of racism in order to divide us. And the, what the purpose of critical race theory is, is that they want to suspend property rights and seize land and wealth. And it says from the rich and redistribute it. They're not taking it from the rich. They're taking it from the middle class and they're destroying small businesses and the middle class in order to get to the point where they will come in and just feel like they'll take your land and you'll be happy because you're not desperate trying to pay a mortgage because you're not working because the liberal government and the NDP put you out of work by convincing you you needed to shut your business down or limit the amount of customers coming in because of a fake pandemic. The other is this has been again Decades in the makings, uh, they're teaching our kids in the school, you can be a boy, girl, neither, or anything in between. Come to our Tuesday meetings, please sign up for them. I discuss all of this information there. Uh, go to this uh, report, I wrote it in October of 2018. I haven't gone in there and updated it, they've probably taken down some of the links, but just reading it, you will be well educated, you will wanna pull your kids out of school very, very quickly. Bill 67 in Ontario, Again, here's that word racial equity. It is absolutely a lie. It's not about racial equity. It's about what I mentioned above. Again, all about equity, social justice, diversity, and inclusion. And it's all about division, 
conquer and divide is what the program really is all about. So we need to get this. This is a bill in Ontario right now. It's in second reading. Um, I know one of the, from the Ontario party, I was having just a great chat today with Derek Sloan in a meeting over what had taken place. Um, the, what was it, Mr. McNichols had voted in favor and thinking that he was doing a good thing as an independent, he wasn't having a conversation with an actual party and he's going to be coming out against this as well. So that's good news. We need all people absolutely educated. I said nobody should vote on anything in favor of it if the Liberals, NDP or the Green Party table it. Nothing good can come from that. Okay, so um, next week, uh, Dr. Greg Gary, who's on tonight, he is incredible uh, talk talking about the uh, central banking system, fiat currency, investing gold, gold silver, and the uh, right cryptocurrency. This video was one again on our Tuesday meetings. That's why I say, please get in on our Tuesday meetings so that we can have weekly conversations. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up here. I know that uh, this is an amazing song. I wish I could play it right now. It's gotta give you hope. It's, I said, Canadians have been imprisoned for over two years without knowing that they had a choice not to be. Let's break the chains of political oppression and walk this out in freedom together. What is going on in the world is an unprecedented battle between good and evil. Because of it, more and more Canadians are acknowledging God's existence and finding comfort and peace in Him. Be encouraged, I say. He is our deliverer. The Bible talks about, um, in, in Second Chronicles, about going before the Lord and um, humbling ourselves and praying and asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness for what we've allowed to come into this land. Forgiveness for our apathy, our indifference for not speaking up for being convinced that we needed to just have inclusion and diversity without any limits. Tolerance has to have limits because the casualties of, of this war are our children in the public school system right now and us as Canadians on whole. And as we go before God, it comes with a promise that he will heal our land. So I say, let's unite and get right with God and start cleaning up the mess replacing elected officials with God-fearing moral individuals who believe in the sanctity of life from conception to natural death, support the natural family as the cornerstone of a thriving society, and to defend our sovereignty as a nation built on Judeo-Christian biblical principles, the key to our democracy and freedoms. So as you know, one of Canada, um, Action for Canada's greatest um, movements right now in order to do undo the corruption is to go after all levels of government and replace them. We are going to have elections at the municipal election level in BC, Ontario, Manitoba and PEI. We are mobilizing our chapters. We are recruiting those who want to run for office, those who are standing in office and have a seat right now, sorry, and that we feel are very much worthy of being reelected. And we want to put all of our support behind them. That means we need you. We need boots on the ground, people being able to go door knocking and bring awareness of who these to who these individuals are and get them elected. The UN has said that the greatest way, the easiest way to get to the people is through our municipalities, which means we gotta work doubly hard to make sure that we're the ones winning those seats. And we will start from the bottom up and we will start um, at this level and then start electing officials as MLAs, MPPs, and then into the federal election. So please make sure that you join Action for Canada, that you sign up for our chapters, which is under join, A for C chapters, 
And as you scroll down, look at this, right? We've got 40, I know it's up to 45 chapters, 44. I know there's more than that in Ontario and we're growing every day. So keep an eye on this list. If you uh, believe that Canada is based on Judeo-Christian principles, we welcome you to uh, send us, um, to sign up to become a leader. And that's just right over here to do that. All right, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen now. Click right there, I think that manages. How am I doing? We're Are we good. back? Yep. All right. So Heather, thank you everybody for your patience as I run through this important information. Please make sure that you're reading uh, the info that we send out in our weekly letter and taking the actions um, because we're very, we've got a strategy in place and we believe that it's one of the str strongest strategies in Canada. And one of those strategies is to support our youth. So Heather, will you please introduce our next guest? Yes, I'd be happy to. Thank you again so much, Tanya, for your updates. Now, some of you might remember our next guest, Genevieve Coulomb, from the previous Youth Empowerment Webinar we held in February. Genevieve is homeschooled, and her favorite subjects are history, botany, and social studies. Her favorite author for meditation and prayer is Max Lucado. She also takes singing lessons and does beading jewelry that she sells at her family business. Genevieve first started attending Freedom Rallies about a year ago, and then in January of this year, she shared her story at the Penticton Rally. Since then, she's had opportunities to speak at another rally and on online platforms. As a young freedom fighter, she has gone everywhere without a mask, and she and her family made an effort to support local businesses in their community. Genevieve, we are so happy that you can join us once again on the Empower Hour. Thank you. Thank you and welcome Genevieve. Uh, you have just been such a bright light and I'm looking forward uh, to what you have, to what you're wanting to share tonight. So I think without any further ado, we're gonna hand this over to you and um, whatever's on your heart, we look forward to it. Thank you. All right. I'm just gonna start. So we have a share, I have a share quickly. Um, so last year, we started going to the rallies in Kelowna, which was about a two-hour drive um, from a Soyuz. And we were really encouraged by the people there who were so like-minded to us and incredibly inspiring. And then the rallies in Penticton started getting much bigger. And so we ended up driving there. And then... And the end of January, the trucker convoy started and inspired so many local people in Oliver and Asoyus. So started, they started getting the rallies there. And we started, we were going to go to the Oliver ones, but we ended up going to Asoyus. And the Okanagan convoy came every week there. So it came to the border and there were rallies there as well. So, but it was so inspiring, the speakers they chose and every week their incredible stories inspire everyone there. And they also hired a band and a few weeks back, they had a bouncy castle to um, represent Ottawa. <laughs> and so then the past six weeks since the Ottawa convoy, um, 
we've started having community gatherings every week. And we have a small group of people who come to those. And we've been organizing um, and strengthening our community. And um, we're also starting to have community gardens and as a project for the summer. And it's a great way to strengthen the community. And every time we see each other, it's basically family since we don't see our other family in Edmonton much. So it's a better family and they have a great heart. I know that uh, as we were saying, you've been homeschooled, but that didn't stop you from being affected uh, by this as well, even though that you didn't have to endure wearing masks, uh, the vaccination or injection, I don't want to call it a vaccination because we know that's not truly what it is. And so that's affected you personally through um, family relationships, right? Yeah. And yeah, so... Is there anything that you wanted to add as far as how else the uh, COVID measures have affected you personally or your family? Um, not as much. I know we haven't been affected as much as other people, which is partially mm -hmm. why we are fighting as hard because we know that many more people have been affected much worse than we have. And by knowing that we've mm -hmm. been affected this much, it's sad to yes. see how much other people have. Right. And that's yeah. it's so awesome that you're coming out with your sisters and having a voice and you have this a great mom, Nicole, back there and your dad supporting yeah. you. And I know the last time you were on, you shared that your dad many years ago had experienced a vaccination injury. And so for that reason as well, you want to advocate for people who are making the choice. They should have the choice whether or not they want to uh, be injected. Is Would that be accurate? Yeah. yeah. Good. Nobody should be forced to what their body doesn't need. That's right, especially in a free country, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing an amazing job. We're going to look forward to you coming back and having more time with us, and as well as being part of the uh, youth uh, program that we're going to be putting on on Friday nights. So we will see you again in the near future. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, Heather, I'm going to put this back to you. Isn't this just amazing to have youth who are willing to have a voice at 14 years old and to be so mature, well-spoken? I know there's big kudos to, to mom and dad. You're raising an ama amazing family. And um, I just think it's very important for all of us to raise up our kids, to be listening to them right now and to hear of um, those who are in the public school system. We'll have more of them on in the future as well. This is traumatic. Uh, losing relationship, you know, with grandmas or grandpas and, you know, um, having this division in families. We need to fix this. We're the adults in the room. We need to continue to work to do something about this. All right. So, Heather, would you please introduce our next guest? The first time on the Empower Hour is Dr. Greg Gary. Greg is the author of the book Fired Up for Life, How to Get and Stay Motivated, and he has traveled extensively delivering programs on leadership and motivation to the corporate world. He's a pastor at Ecclesia 12.
Chin Langley, BC, as well as The People's Economist, where he teaches on the corrupt banking system. Greg has taught grades 6 through 12 in both the public and private schools. When he became dissatisfied and disillusioned with the school system, he started the Teen Power Program, the Teacher Vitality Program, and he traveled with the Esteem Team, delivering the High Self-Esteem Kids Program to parents across BC. Greg is also the founder of Kid Talks, which teaches kids aged 6 to 16 how to think critically and then to speak on stage with truth, power, and influence. Greg will be teaching the eight-week leadership training program starting on April 1st to equip and empower our youth. Please help me welcome Dr. Greg Gary to the Empower Hour. Welcome, Greg. Well, thank you so much, Heather. It is a great, great honor to be here. I am a huge fan of Action for Canada and Tanya Ga, of course. Absolutely spectacular what you're doing, Tanya. I know you don't like to receive any kind of accolade and all that. You're doing it because God said to, but I just got to tell you what you're doing is, you know, you're a Canadian hero to me. So it is a privilege to be a part of this. And this is definitely a God thing that's happening here. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Greg. And um, I, I've just been so excited. I mean, Greg is so supportive of Action for Canada that he's actually recently become a chapter in a chapter leader in Richmond, BC. <laughs> and so we're connecting on many different levels. And I'm just thrilled as uh, I just see this as a real God moment with your gifts and talents that you have not only with on addressing and assisting kids to be able to um, have the confidence to speak and be leaders, but that you'll, you're also going to be joining us next week, Wednesday, to talk about the financial situation and how what's what are some of the steps that people can do. So so to everybody there, just make sure that you sign up for next week's Empower Hour as well. And tonight, Greg, I'm just going to hand that back to you, and I'm I'm looking forward to you giving us an introduction to uh, what's coming as of April 1st. And I know one of the questions already was uh, parents were asking, can they attend? And I, I know for myself, I'd say absolutely yes. It's the liberals that don't like people, that don't like parents knowing what their kids are learning. We're completely open to it and we encourage it. <laughs> Very good. Yes. All right, all over to you. Okay. <laughs> as long as you don't harass your child. Let me done this quite a few times. Very good. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say something to Genevieve. Genevieve. Have you been practicing? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a professional speaker and I, I look at the nuances of speakers and I look at what they're doing and you're improving. So I just want to say congratulations to you as a speaker, as a presenter, as one who's bringing forth something important. So uh, give yourself a pat on the back. Uh, you look great. You sounded great. And I know you're going to keep on improving. So looking forward to having you in the program. All right, well, without further ado, I am going to share my screen. So I have to tell everybody right off the bat that um, what we're doing here is huge. It is absolutely huge. And I had some men and women of God speak a word over me last week. And it, um, I don't want to say it rattled me. It, it, I mean, it encouraged me, but also it, it emboldened me and it, they, I mean, I just realized how God is looking down upon this and, and how important it is. 
So I take it very, very, very seriously. Now, I come from the world of professional speaking. Yes, I've spoken all over the world on leadership and other topics. I wrote the book, Fired Up for Life. So I did the whole motivational side of things. And then I started Kid Talks four years ago. It's been shut down for two years because I don't want to teach kids to speak in masks. Um, so Kid Talks was about uh, installing in children some leadership ideals and the right heart. I'll explain that in a minute. And then to come out onto stage, deli uh, stage delivering a good speech. Well, that has become way, way, way more important now since these two years have come upon us. Now, Tanya was ahead of the curve. She knew this was coming down the pike over six years ago, but it's really come into light how important this is right now. So I'm working with the Lord and I am you know, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. So I am asking, and I'm asking you to be asking for his wisdom in all of this, right? And so no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So we need God's wisdom on this whole program. So please know that while I am a speaking expert, a speaking professional, and I have worked with kids extensively from teaching grades, well, grades one all the way up to high school and into the college years. I'm not pretending to know how to do this. I'm going to give it my best shot, but I want you parents, I want you involved in Action for Canada to bring forth your ideas, not criticism, but bring forth your ideas to help bring this bear, bear fruit, okay? Uh, I want to repeat and come into agreement with what's going on for Action for Canada the mission is to protect Canada's rich heritage, which is founded on Judeo-Christian principles inherited through our British Commonwealth and embedded in the Magna Carta. It forms our laws and values and is a system of governance which sets us apart from totalitarianism or uh, communism and socialist regimes, giving Canadians the freedom to believe or not to believe without fear of prosecution. So. Yes, I stand with Action for Canada. We are united. We are on the move. And we will make Canada great again. Can I hear an amen in the chat line? Okay, we'll go with applause too. That's great. Okay, so um, apologies. Um, we did a webinar on Wealth Intel last week. I had a lot of people emailing me. And what I'm doing is I'm setting up some systems for you and ways to make it easy for you to get intel and opportunity. Okay, so here is the flyer that um, Action for Canada produced. You're going to see this. This is going to you circulate this around. And we're welcoming all. Uh, so we're very excited about the program. Okay, so I I wanted to give some background here for the program and some awareness. And even doing this little bit of research caused me to open my eyes a little bit more. Okay, so what's the state of affairs of the young and hypnotized? They're complacent and obedient, willing to wear masks. Still, I live in Richmond. I'm seeing masks everywhere, even though the mandate has been lifted. Uh, I don't get it. They're, they're like, they wanna wear masks. And I was at a Chinese event downtown last night. My, my daughter was involved and 
everybody was all masked up and everybody was lined up with their jab card. I had, I had to sneak in. Anyways, that's another matter. But you know what? Seriously, honestly, I, it felt like I was in, you know, it was, it was 1939 or 1938. And I, you know, I had a, a, a yellow um, star of David on my arm. That's what it felt like trying to get into that event. It was amazing. And the security around the event was like, uh, I was like Gestapo, really. It was crazy. So uh, blinded, hypnotized regarding COVID and climate change and LGBTQ. Our young people are blinded. They do not know, they do not understand what's going on. And I'm not talking about the Genevieves of the world. I'm talking about the rest. Um, they are protective. It's amazing. I'm watching young people defend uh, the so-called weak. They're, they're defending this thing. And they defend it even with arrogance. And we call that wokeism. They're, they're self-righteous and even disrespectful. I remember a number of months ago, I went to the um, vegetable market on number five in Steveson here in Richmond. And um, th these two young ladies, I came with my basket, no mask. And they're like, we don't feel safe around you. But it wasn't that they didn't feel safe. It was a sense of this self-righteousness. And, you know, the question is, how did this get into our youth? Now, these young ladies would have been around maybe 19 or 20. Okay. So what is this definition we're hearing everywhere called woke? I'm still learning about it. Now, Tanya, I think, was it you that spoke to me last week about there's this rally of youth downtown and they were literally holding up their hand in unity over issues that they were there to protect. So Merriam-Webster describes, it's a new definition, by the way, chiefly U.S. slang, the dictionary defines the word as aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues. Now, now look at the brackets, especially issues of racial and social justice. Well, there's nothing wrong with defending something that is wrong, but as you know, it's gone far beyond that, okay? Issues regarding issues surrounding marginalized communities. So they are kids today, young people today, they're being used, they're being manipulated into protecting something that doesn't exist, okay? So there's that, as Tanya said earlier, there's the victimizing of minority groups and there's, there's this conquer and divide strategy. So what's the state of affairs of the young and awake? Okay. They are isolated. They are frustrated. They're angry. I have a friend of mine has two daughters and like, they're angry. They're like, come on, we want to do life and we can't do life. We can't go to college. We can't go out um, to a bar. We can't go have fun and go swimming. They feel handcuffed and many are feeling suicidal, right? And others are like, come on, I'm hungry to lead. I, I was at um, an event uh, organized with another older generation youth group from 18 to 30. And I was speaking to them and I said, it is you it, that, that need to lead. It is you that need to rise up and do this thing. And, you know, they were, they were woken up. So it's, it's, in, it's in them that they're ready to lead. It's in them that they're ready 
to make a difference. So, and what's the state of affairs of parents? And I'm one of them, by the way. I'm one of them. I have an incredibly intelligent, beautiful, amazing young 13-year-old who's raising me. Wait, no, she thinks she's raising me. Anyways, um, she, you know, her, she's like, Dad, um, can you prove that to me? Well, well, who says that video is valid? Are you sure? Right? And I think it's so many, it's because I've told her so many things that haven't come true yet. Um, Dad, the conspiracy theorist, right? But how come children aren't believing their own parents? And parents want to know, okay, how can I show my children the truth? So we, it's, it's funny, right? With parents and kids, um, how they won't believe their own parents. I, I know they have respect, but they're being influenced, so influenced by teachers in school, by other kids on social media, by social media itself. Uh, it's, it's amazing. So we need to, as parents become wiser and doing it better, standing our ground, uh, surging ahead. So how did they do it? Now, whenever you see they in exclamation marks or parentheses, it, I mean, I mean the cabal. This, this whole thing has been planned. It's been strategized. We have been asleep. Let's face it, because they've been planning this for decades. All right. So how did they accomplish a culture that is woke, fearful, and so willing to comply? So. Never has there been a time in history like this where youth have been so used and manipulated. Or has there been? Let's go back in history a little bit here. Okay. Let's look at a strategy that was going on in the 30s in Germany. These boys and girls enter our organizations at 10 years of age and often for the first time get a little fresh air after four years of. The young folk, that's the name of the group they're in, they go on to Hitler Youth, where we have them for another four years. And even if they are not complete national socialists, they go to labor service and are smoothed out there for another six or seven months. So that's what? Eight, almost nine years of indoctrination, okay? And whatever class consciousness or social status might still be left, the Wehrmacht that's the German Armed Forces, will take care of that. So this poster is um, students be the Führer's propagandists with militant appeals to nationalism, freedom and self-sacrifice, the Nazi party successfully recruited students disenchanted with German democracy and their current student organizations. So this is not the first time this has happened. So from the 1920s onwards, the Nazi party targeted German youth as a special um, audience for its propaganda messages, emphasized that the party was a movement of youth, dynamic, resilient, forward-looking, and hopeful. Millions of young people were won over to Nazism in the classroom and through extracurricular activities. In January of 33, the Hitler Youth had approximately 100,000 members but then that was in that increased to more than 2 million. And by 1937, it was 5.4 million human beings. And remember, 
This was all generated by a vision, by a strategy. Okay. And notice what else happened. After the 5.4 million, the German authorities then prohibited uh, or dissolved competing youth organizations. Wow. Just let this sink in. Okay. So is anything like this going on today? Is there anything this well thought out and this organized? All right. Well, let's take a look. Have you heard of the World Economic Forum? I believe most of you have. You have heard of Klaus Schwab. You have heard of his wacko scientists, that is publicly speaking about making human beings hackable and controlling them. Well, he doesn't put it like that, controlling them, but that's what it means. Now look at this, look at this graphic, you guys, okay? The next generation, young people in public safety, conscious consumerism, young people in work speaking up. Look at, and look at all the subheadings. Now, knowing I was gonna do this tonight and how small it might appear on your screen, I took the liberty of just picking out a few. Oh yes, we need to talk about climate change. Well, if you don't know climate change is a hoax by now, then you wanna attend one of my webinars, okay? Because it is a complete hoax. It is a manipulation strategy. The digital transformation of business. Internet governance. Social justice, now here, here comes the wokeism here. Systemic racism, inequality. You see what they want them focused on? Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? I can't see you, but I'm hoping you're nodding your head, okay? The future of food, hmm. Somebody already is making meat out of, I don't know what they're making it out of, oil? Um, no, they're growing meat, that's what they're doing. Ah. This makes me sick. Global governance. Oh, interesting. Vaccinations. Why would they be teaching the youth about that? Pandemic preparedness. Why is that on the list? The future of consumption. Huh. Well, that's just a few of them I picked out. Is this thing well planned out? You bet it is. Should we be better planned out? Yes, we should. Okay. So I'm going to read this. Okay. I'm going to read this, and I want you to notice the manipulative language, okay? So read along with me. COVID-19 has exposed systemic flaws around the world. Oh, really? Making it our collective duty, 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 let that ring in your ears, to envision and pursue a recovery that is more inclusive. Inclusive? These guys are totally exclusive. The Global Shapers Communities Davos Lab. Wow. Gosh, if you were a young and unawake youth, wouldn't you want to be involved with the Global Shapers? Of course you would. It's a post-pandemic recovery initiative for young global leaders in the public, private, and nonprofit sectors seeking out new ways to rebuild after one of the biggest public health crises in history. Well, you all know it's the lie of the century, right? You know that with a particular focus on addressing climate change because climate change creates viruses? No, no, it doesn't, wait, so why is that there? Anyways, and social justice issues, 
It plans for youth-driven recovery to reset economic, social, and environmental systems. Um, have been crowdsourced via dialogue sessions and surveys conducted in more than 180 countries, all in the spirit of intergenerational allyship. What the heck is that? That's a new word. Anyways, uh, a few weeks ago, someone brought me to this website and there were some people on this board in, in the Ottawa area. It was pointed out and people started investigating it. And all these so-called youth, uh, they were anywhere from 17 to say 28. They were all infiltrated into parliamentary systems. I think you know what's going on. So this briefing is based on the views of a wide range of experts from the World Economics Forum's equal, uh, expert network and is curated in partnership with its global shapers community. All right, so you see what's going on here? You know, the picture of all the youth there, they're all gonna make the difference, they're all gonna be shapers. Hey, if you didn't know what was going on, if I didn't know what was going on, man, I'd be over there in a, in a heartbeat. I'd love, I'd love to be involved in this, right? But the roots are evil, okay? So how did they do it? Integrated planning. Complacent program students, TV programming, control of the banking system. That's why they have such massive budgets to do whatever they want. They have stolen over 90% of the world's wealth. Wait until you find out what they've done. You don't know yet. Wait till you see how much wealth there is in the world, okay? Income tax, completely illegal. Okay, now I'm not saying go cut yourself off and don't pay income tax, please. I'm not a financial planner, but you're going to see in the days to come how illegal income tax is. Big pharma, you know what they've done. You know, there was a time before Rockefeller when you went to the, the pharmacist and it was all natural health products, okay? Social media manipulation. You know, uh, Facebook, the, I saw an interview from a former Facebook programmer and he said, it was so exciting when we were able to be online and fulfill the needs of the person uh, who had the account. They were so happy to do that. But the reason he left was because they had figured out ways on how to manipulate people to want things. In other words, people weren't even realizing why they would want a thing and buy that thing or be attracted to that thing. They were manipulated into it at social media. Infiltration of governments, division of people groups. Basically, we lost control of the seven mountains of influence, which is a teaching from Johnny Enlow and Lance Wellnell that I've been supporting for over a decade. Okay, so it's the it's the mountain of religion. So we yes, we've gone religious and not followed the word of God. We've done all the other stuff that's called religion. Family, we've lost control of our families right? Doing things together, having dinners together, stop looking at your phone. Okay, I'm starting to teach there. I don't want to do that now. Uh, the education system. Oh my goodness. What they've installed in the education system now is gross. Okay. Government. I don't need to say any more about that. Media is, is, is lot the lying media, arts and entertainment and, and business. So we have lost control of that, but we are taking it back. So please, I forgot to preamble this by saying, do not be in fear. 
when you start to be in fear, you are um, shutting down parts of your brain. You are dumping negative chemicals into your body. There's a whole teaching on fear, but fear is an acrostic for fantasized experiences appearing real, meaning you imagine things to, to happen in your head and you start believing it and you start thinking and speaking that way. Don't do that. Also false evidence appearing real. Some things happened in the past and then you drag them into the present and start living out of that, living out of the past. Okay. So God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. So yes, we see these awful circumstances everywhere, but let us not get into fear. We have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords walking this out with us. All we need to do is work together, listen, watch and move and pray. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, I, I was interviewing some high school students about vision and I was asking a young lady, so, you know, why, why do you want to get good grades? I think she was in grade, grade 10. Why do you want to get good grades? Well, I want to pass. Why do you want to pass? Well, I want to get to the next grade. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, to graduate. Why do you want to graduate? To get to university. Why do you want to do that? I want to get a good job. Why do you want to do that? To have money. You know, and I thought, where's the vision? Where's the passion? And they're not teaching that in schools. It's all rote learning, sitting in rows of desks all day long. It's insanity. That system is so old. But what it's caused, it's caused a complacent and obedient culture. And I will be one who helps to change that. Okay. TV programming, man. Need I say anymore? There's so much. There's so many things out there that can manipulate the mind of students, young people, and adults. And when you watch it enough, it, be, it becomes normalized in your mind. And as well, we have learned that they are broadcasting sometimes decades in advance what they're going to do. So when it comes, it's almost normal for people. Yeah, a chip in the hand. Oh, yeah, no problem. I mean, that's that's okay. What's wrong with that? Well, everything's wrong with that if you've read the last book of the Bible. Okay. And I'm not going to go into, I think I listed off, I listed off um, eight of these. I'm not going to go into these. So I just did a couple and I'll do that for the, for the young people to, to, you know, bring them up to speed. Okay. So summary, uh, what, what's been done, not just young people, but they have scared the pants off everybody. They have manipulated them. Uh, they have created a system where the reason there's so much COVID out there is because of these piece, false PCR tests, right? They're still running that number. Uh, they're motivating young people to be good at something, even to be informants. They're gathering them in unity, even in suffering. So people, you know, the young people think they're, they're good. Yeah, we're the maskers. We're, you know, we're wearing our mask. We're, we're being obedient. We're going to the mall and we're going to wear our masks because we don't want to offend anybody. Pitting people against each other, um, pitting children against parents, siblings against each other. I mean, this is what happened in Germany. Same thing. And in other regimes, by the way. Okay. Uh, such a mockery of God now, right? Sexualizing everything. It's, it's everywhere. Okay. Parents, have we got a fight on our hands or what? Boy, do we have to band together. Okay. Anyways, enough talking about them. And I call that coming into agreement. If you keep repeating all the bad stuff all the time, every day, I call that 
coming into agreement. You don't want to be doing that. You want to be saying, okay, here's what we, that's what they're doing. Now here's what we are doing. Okay. Now look, this is a graph of the population of Canada by age. Okay. So now let's look at the 10 to 29 year old sector. Okay. Let's take a look at what that adds up to. So that adds up to, so there's the 10 to 14, 2 million, 15 to 19, 2 million, 20 to 24, 2.5, and then 2.6. So that's 9.1 million Canadians out of 38 million Canadians uh, who are ages 10 to 29. Now, by the way, when did they start with Hitler Youth? Age 10. Okay. So age 10 to 29 represents 24%. Up. That's a lot, right? 24%. Did I do that right? Yeah, that's 24%. Okay. So what if we could capture the hearts and minds of these younger people? Okay. So age 10 to 29 is 24%. Well, what if, it, what if we could just do 10%? Okay. 10% is 910,000, just under a million. What if we could just do 10%? Could we do that? What if it was just 1%? 91,000. What if we could turn 91,000 young people, age 10 to 29, into leaders? Now, when I say leaders, I mean someone who will stand up, who will know their rights, who will understand what's going on, and will speak about it, in any situation, anytime, anywhere. Almost like training a soldier to, um, pardon the expression, shoot to kill. We're not, we're not gonna kill, we're gonna win. We're gonna win hearts and minds with these leaders, right? So can we change a nation with 91,000 young leaders? I haven't frozen. I want you to think about that question. Can we change a nation with 91,000 young leaders? I'm saying absolutely 100% yes, because we have proven that we have a nation of followers. I'm not saying that to malign my fellow Canadian. No, I'm not. That's not why I'm saying that. I'm just looking at the evidence. I'm looking at people still walking around in masks. I'm looking at people that took the jab when they didn't even know what was in it. They didn't even bother to ask about the trials. Yes, folks, we have a nation of followers. That's how the likes of Trudeau, et cetera, get in to run and rule our nation. So yes, with 91,000, we're gonna get more than that, but with 91,000 young people truly leading and speaking with power and influence, yes, we can change this nation. Look. Even a 10-year-old can be an influencer. I'm going to show you why in a minute, okay? So it's time to be strategic. Uh, Tanya and I resonated in agreement with this idea. She asked me about it, and then, and then we just started talking about it, and we kept, we're almost stumbling over each other's words because we were saying the same thing, Okay. So this is an A4C youth initiative. We believe it's God-breathed. And hey, when it's God-breathed, there's nothing that will stop it. I'm not looking at the chat line right now. I'll hope to get a copy of it later. But 
um, I'm, I'm thinking you're in agreement. Okay. So it's about training up leaders to know the truth, defend the truth and lead others to truth. Okay. So we're going to equip, we're going to empower and we're going to engage. Sound good. All right. So the motto of uh, Kid Talks, and I put both our logos up here because we're partnering in this, okay? So is right heart, right voice, right mind. What happened to my slide here? Did I get that wrong? Um, that should say right heart, okay? Not right voice. First one should say right heart. Are you here to impress or make a difference? I don't train up speakers to, to go and impress people. We work hard at getting it in their heart that you've been given a platform, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation or a stage, you're not there to impress everybody and say, look at me, how good of a speaker I am. You know, when I teach my speaking, my, my kids, I say, don't you dare try to win this. The only thing you want to win is the hearts of the people in the audience on your topic. If you win, you win. Good for you. Okay. So is your involvement focused on you or them? If you could make a difference to change the world, what would you do? So I work with the youth to pull that out of their hearts. It's in there. Something's in there. And there are amazing stories of me interviewing even six-year-olds. I don't, I don't know what I want to talk about. And, and I don't know, you know, and I just start questioning them, you know, what's bothering them or what do they love or what impresses them? Or, and they just start talking about it. And out of that comes a speech. And so they they deliver it with passion, right? So uh, right mind. So you, I get them to start understanding their own mind. I mean, have you been programmed with truth or lies? What's been influencing you? Who is influencing you? Um, and, then, and then how to start putting the, the good things in your mind into words on paper. How to form a speech that's difference making, okay? So then we go into right voice. I just put a few comments up here. How to speak from your heart when to be loud, when to be soft, how to pause, how to power up. So it's, it's professional speaking techniques is what it is. And it's not, it's not being manipulative on stage. It's learning how to project yourself at the right time in the right way to get the message across more powerfully. That's what good speakers do. Okay. It's not being slick. And then right action. You know, what good is it? I know a lot of speakers, they'll go on stage and then you look at their life and it's a different story. We don't want that. We want people speaking about um, what they're passionate about. Okay. So what actions are you taking and how are you being not an example, but an example. Okay. So that's the motto. So phase one, we're, we're into leadership. Who am I and whose am I? Um, I do a really humorous thing on, for those who believe in evolution, I just, it just becomes such a joke. It's such a funny thing I do. Basic leadership principles and skills. Phase two is uh, we're, we're putting more of an emphasis on Canadian education here. What's going on in the world? What's, they, must, they must learn the Canadian Charter of Rights and how our political system work, works. They must understand our police force. Okay. We, we were so proud of the the young man named Leo at Douglas College who just sat in a seat and say, officer, can I see your badge number, right? Did it with respect, but we, we, we got to teach those kinds of things, okay? Um, speech or defense writing, so understanding your audience, whether it's a one-on-one, -on -one, 
or it's going to be a group that you're speaking to, like Genevieve's doing now, right? Phase three, delivery skills. We do some practice improvs, dealing with confrontation. Uh, by the way, as professional as I am, I still am working on dealing with confrontation. So how to be influential on stage. So that's, that's how we run the program. Here's a little bit more. I'm very, very, very big on character. You, if you want to speak, you want to be an influencer, you've got to be constantly working on your character. I am still working on my character. I'm still such a ways to go right? as, a, as being a stellar human being. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some more on the speaker training side of it, using stories, quoting, researching, writing from the heart, um, call to action. Hey, Tanya, look at that. What's your call to action at the end of the speech? Okay. So what are some potential topics? Now, I just made these up based on some of the things that we're going to be learning. But the kids, the young people, they'll make their own titles up if they're going to do a speech. I don't know if everybody's going to deliver a speech. And I don't know if we'll have a formal way yet to, to do a seven minute speech. Okay. So <clears throat> officer, I thought we had the Canadian charter of rights. Well, so did I, as I was being escorted out of Costco a year ago by two police officers, I was reading them the Canadian charter of rights and they just laughed at me. I get a badge for that, Tanya, uh, to mask or not to mask. Don't digitize me. Climate change, real or hoax. Please, mom, prove to me I should take a jab. My rights, your rights, get it right. I just want to work. I just want to play. Doctor, what is informed consent, right? But you are bullying me. White, black, yellow, green, who cares? You know what that's about, right? I'm a boy and proud of it, right? Leave my dad alone. Like, let him go back to work. Just let me be a kid again. Teacher, you're breaking the law. Why I love Action for Canada. And um, why can't I leave my country? So those are just a few topics. And again, everybody, you are a participator in this. So send me ideas, put it in the text chat. I'm wide open, okay? So parents, you need to, sorry, it would be advisable, it would be better if you were involved, okay? If you understood truly, truly what's going on. Uh, why, why is your child thinking what they think? I'm, I'm still challenged with that. I'm still working through that, how some of this stuff got into my daughter. Holding the line and advancing in support of your child, advocating for your child. You know, sometimes as parents, we don't realize, I don't know about you, but I, you know, I get into it with my daughter and I, I just get exasperated and I just go, whatever, do what you want. Wrong, Dr. G. Shouldn't be doing that, right? You got to hold the line. Say, honey, I love you. We need to keep talking about this. I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now. We need to keep talking about this. Okay. I'm not done with this. And then of course, supporting them in, in this initiative. Okay. Now here's a young lady that I taught to speak. Um, she ended up speaking to a group of 200 adults 
Uh, she was one of nine speakers at this event. And the reason I'm showing you this young lady, and you might notice we have the same last name. I'm not trying to show her off. I'm trying to show off what a young person is capable of, okay? And many of my students ended up speaking this well and even better, even more powerfully, especially as they went up more in high school. So here's this young lady um, doing a speech. Let's see here, get back to that. And I'm gonna click the live button here. Let's see if this is gonna work out. told you that every single person in this room has been to jail many, many times. No, no, not just visiting someone in jail. I mean, been to jail as a prisoner. It's a jail that locks you up if you let it. That jail is the jail of your mind. Fake news in our head sounds like this. I'm so stupid. I'm useless. Me in public speaking, you gotta be kidding. Can you relate? When you lock up your mind, you limit your potential and possibilities. Negative beliefs and self-doubts become your best friends. Friends that your parents told you to stay away from because they were a bad influence. When you get locked up in that jail of your mind, you can't think straight. You don't have the freedom to do what you need to do to succeed. You fail. Did you notice that jail and fail sound the same? Well, why in the world would a 10-year-old talk about this stuff? Okay, well, I'll stop it there. And again, I'm not watching the text chat, but typically people are like, what? She's 10 years old? So can you imagine, everybody, if we have a small army of 10 to 29-year-olds across Canada that have got it in their heart, in their mind, in their voice, and they've been emboldened with courage to speak out. Can you imagine how this could change this nation? So there's the flyer once again. Um, so I am asking and we are asking for prayer on this. Um, I need the wisdom of Solomon to do this. Um, I've been told that God's going to be releasing strategies that we've never even thought of before. I'm asking for open doors, open hearts, people to help. 
Um, and of course, always I'm, I'm not charging for this. So we need provision for the vision here. I put a lot of my work aside to do this mission. It's, it's missional for me now. I have to do it. It's for, it's for God. So if you have, well, it's for the nation, right? And will it extend beyond this nation? Well, we'll see. Okay. So, um, you can send your ideas, thoughts, uh, what, whatever you have to Liberty gold crypto protonmail.com. Just, I just ask you to in the uh, subject line, identify what it's about. Cause I'm, I'm getting wonderfully inundated with email. So it, I'm running two programs here through action for Canada. Okay. And I think that okay. is it. That's amazing, Greg. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I am really looking forward. You have just given us a just a taste of what is to come through this eight week program. And uh, you're you're an amazing speaker. I guess it has to start with you before you can train up a child in the way that they could go. Right. And so we're very appreciative. I was going to say if you could put in the chat and Sheila, if you're going to open the chat up now again. We try to put it on a bit of pause because it can be extremely uh, distracting and we want to make sure that people are paying attention to our guest. <laughs> and um, oh, the chat is open to everyone. Okay, super. Thank you on that. We're going to go to a little bit of Q&A, uh, but if there was a way that people could support you as well, would you put that link in the chat? And uh, as we've said, Dr. Greg has partnered up with Action for Canada and Action for Canada is providing uh, we'll be covering things, but, um, you know, is providing this for free to everyone, just like all of our resources, that can be a good thing and a bad thing. It can be, you know, a good thing because it is on our hearts with the notices of liability and all the other information we had. We just felt an urgency to get all of this into your hands as fast as possible, mobilizing as many Canadians. Uh, we've sensed an urgency to start training up our children giving them the confidence they need uh, to stand up at a time unlike any other. It's not like bombs are dropping on our houses. Bombs are dropping on their lives, on their minds. And uh, we've got to get in there and be able to equip them in order for them to also in the moments when a parent isn't there for them to protect themselves. And, and so constantly, you know, we're providing all of these uh, uh, platforms and resources uh, for free. Uh, the negative side of it is, is sometimes, you know, people take that for granted. Uh, but we're also sensitive to the fact that a lot of Canadians, you know, have lost a, a great deal, uh, you know, but we were in a position where buying a boat and going on a holiday was important. What could be more important than investing in our youth? So we encourage you to do that, please. All right, Greg, let's, um, uh, Trenzio, do we have a couple of people with some questions there? Yes, we have uh, Ingrid. Ingrid, are you with us? Green? Hello. There you are. Hey. Hey. Oh, hello, hello, hello. I thank you so much for um, for taking my 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 question here. First, I want to say, Dr. G, I think you're amazing. I watched last week's Tuesday meeting with you on that topic, and today was just again stellar. And I think you know I've been led, I think by by God or Spirit, um, to also work with the youth, and I'm just trying to figure out what that means and how I can contribute. Um, my question actually is something not quite on tonight's topic, but um, I'm in the U.S. right now, Snowbird, and I'm coming home in another week and a half into Canada. I've been watching from here all of the horrible, horrible things that have been happening there, and I'm, you know, quite nervous to come home. 
I am, uh, my body is organic, which means I'm unvaccinated. <laughs> so I am worried about coming into the country and having to, like, what are my legal rights? Do I have to stay home for 14 days? Do I have to follow things? Or what is my constitutional rights in that regard? Okay, so that's completely your right. <laughs> that is off topic. Tanya or Dr. G? That was for Tanya. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, you're you're wanting to come back to Canada? Well, I have to come back. My my time in the U.S. is up, so I have to come back to Canada. Yeah. So when you come back, um, are you driving across? Yes, I am. All right. So you just uh, you just coming home. You just make sure that you have printed off our mobility rights. And if anybody stops you at the border, you let them know that I'm a Canadian citizen. And according to this section of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, I have every single right to um, enter back into my country and yeah. and then take the drop the mic letter and just be, you know, I, I've just learned a friend told me that uh, two different friends on vacation came back to Canada and it was actually through flight and they weren't even asked whether that or not they were vaccinated or for any other information. And do I have to, like, is it legal to have to make me quarantine in my home for 14 days? Or do no, they... it's not. Okay. No, no, no. And they don't have no, any no. right to do that. They may try to fine you and then you just dispute that fine. Perfect. Thank you so okay, much. And so... I apologize. It was off topic, but I do. That's okay. I say that I, uh, once I'm back in, in Canada, I'm going to hopefully look at the uh, local chapter and help and, and possibly contribute on the children's side as well. So. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. So if we can moving forward, keep it on topic with the uh, with the youth and their kids. I know that um, Terenzio, as you maybe get somebody else set up, there's chats here. If someone signs up but can't make one week, will there be a place to watch a replay? I'm I'm not sure how you'd like to handle that. So for people to watch replays, well, I've already had one woman contact me and say I can't make it on Friday, and then I said, well, if we get enough groundswell. I'll do one Saturday as well. Okay, so just to watch out that we would do, we're, we're planning on doing this in the future again because I think uh, come the fall, it's very, very important to make sure that we're consistently training up our kids. It's really, we've got five months here, right? We've got April, May, June, July, August to get people super ready for yep. their next attempt, right? Okay, so, so another, okay. Record it because there's a lot of, I mean, chop up and, and sharing. And, and so, you know, if I shrunk down all the teaching, it, it might be in the span of two hours, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then I coach and then they talk and I coach. So probably won't be recorded except mm -hmm. for snippets for future courses. Right. And, and, you know, there is a, you know, I would direct people to actually get in contact with Greg directly and up with his courses. Um, that'll cost you a little bit of money too. And, but he's definitely, you know, the course is definitely worth it. Okay. It says, could we print out those World Economic Forum youth posters, the information that you had? I just Googled WEF youth and up it came. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That answers that question. All right. Go for it. We're not going to hold your hand, people. <laughs> Google WEF. Somebody asked why five months. The reason it's five months is because they may try to run their 
their COVID wave five or whatever name they're going to give it in the fall, right? They may try to bring everything back. So that's why Tanya and I are so ramped up and geared up to get this done in five months. We'll continue on, but the, the press is on right now. Okay. Yes, it is. All right, uh, so Jen has a question. We have two teens who are aware of the corruption, but haven't gone and haven't gone down the rabbit hole. Neither is interested in the course, unfortunately, but I wanted to know if you have any advice on how to open their eyes, capture their interest in ways that would be non-threatening. Uh, so let me just see, Terenzio, was there anybody else with their hand up with a question? Yeah, let me just take a quick look here. Um... If anybody has any questions, please raise your hands. We'll try to get to as now many people as on. we can. Yeah, we have a few more questions um, from Ken Van. I'm just going to say those two words. Ken, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi. Perfect. Okay, hi. Hi. I have a question for short one. I'm listening to some of the discussion here, and it reminds me a lot of what's going on at Toastmasters. Are you guys working with Toastmasters at all? Put this kind of a program through with them? Because they, no. they have a pretty no, wide audience. Yeah. A complete, it's a program I completely designed myself uh, as a professional speaker and also youth educator. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you for your question. Next, we have Fran. Fran, are you with us? I certainly am. Hello, Dr. Gary. Oh, Fran Christie live. Absolutely. Um, first of all, I just want to uh, thank you, Tanya, for all that you're doing. I have been listening for quite some time, and I just get more and more inspired. And uh, Greg, of course, um, I have seen many presentations that you've done, and this Love one you. has been stellar. How can I support? I don't have any children. I am currently uh, living in both provinces, Alberta and British Columbia. And I just want to know how I can support you, Greg, in what you're doing uh, through Action for Canada and for you as well, Tanya. Well, thank you so much for that uh, generous offer. You know, what I'm asking people to do is just um, reach into their heart and say, okay, what's the greatest asset? What's my greatest couple of gifts? And can I offer those up? And then if I can use them, I'll say, thank you. Let's do this. And if not, I'll just say, thank you. Here's what I need. So basically just email me and uh, with, with, with what you have to offer. Okay. That's a friend and to everybody else. And thank you, Fran. With Fran, I wanted to address something Fran had asked how she could help. And I'd been meaning to um, really promote that as many people as possible join our chapters. And what I would like to see is this youth movement grow in the communities in person. So that when we have this event on Friday night, if our chapters are, there's churches that are opening up their facilities, there's business owners who, who would have space that could open up a facility, and then our youth could meet in person in those communities, maybe they go to the same school together, they could start to, you know, align and and that would give them a bit of a force, you know, go back in, going back into the school system, it would be encouraging for them. So that's a really other big part of the dream that I have is that this is going to grow into the communities and these events could be held in person as well on an over screen, of course, with uh, Greg uh, nationwide. So you could have like a friend might organize the youth in Edmonton. And yes. even if five come together for a night, 10 come together, we do the program and there's after it would make it, it would be a game changer. Totally. Exactly. Fun, right. Yeah. 
I think we can get to 91,000, Greg. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Terenzi. No, the next question. No problem. So um, I'm a grandmother with four sons and I have six grandchildren. Unfortunately, uh, five of the six have taken the job because their parents thought it was the right thing to do. And I'm wondering, uh, I'm always trying to get through to them, you know, and I'm trying to help them. And they go on Twitter and they do these little things where the, you know, what the kids are doing these days. Um, they're, my older two boys are the ones that have the children. And they're both lovely Christian families, but they refuse to talk to me on the issue around COVID. So I guess my question would be is how much of the curriculum um, will be around the narrative and the lies that we've been listening to so that my kids can at least, uh, you know, be opened up to the idea that, you know, they're going to strengthen their confidence and ability to speak out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be all the top hot issues will be discussed for sure. We have to. Yeah. We have to give kids a defense mechanism. Okay. And a little tip I heard from my church it was a testimony last weekend. Uh-huh. This woman who had many grandchildren and they weren't even allowing her to touch their new baby. Grand- Grandma was not allowed to touch because she wasn't vaxxed. <laughs> you know what she did? She actually spoke to them and said, I want, I'm asking you to forgive me. If I've ever said anything or done anything or was over aggressive with you, I, I want to ask for your forgiveness. And she did that with all of the grandchildren. And you know, within 24 hours, they were giving that baby to her. <laughs> There's something about this power of forgiveness. There's something about what the enemy of this world is doing to separate and, you know, have us at each other. Um, it's like a veil. It's a spiritual matter. But yeah. Come with love and forgiveness. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. So yes, we're doing all aspects of the important education and also there's other things we can do to get, you know, to open the doors. Yeah, I try and I will keep trying. <laughs> Thank you. And I will keep praying. I think we had Jen on. Jen, are you are you with us? I think we she was the yes. last one that was it. Okay, Jen. Sorry, go I'm- on. Thanks, Trenzio. And um, quickly, thank you, Tanya. You've been like a, a backbone for me and uh, my family all through the, through this. And I can't tell you how much that means. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Trenzio. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm, I'm a, f- a friend of Kevin's too from uh, the gym owner. And so I've been involved in some of the Ooh. stuff we've been doing. And uh, right. it's just it's been phenomenal watching that and seeing the progress. Um, and uh, Greg, uh, my husband and I are, are sitting in our car right now. I call it my office. And uh, he was listening initially in the house and I was in the car because I just got home and he came out and said, I really like that guy. I really like him. I want to get in touch with him. And we just, we just really appreciate your, um, the beautiful way that that you you know obviously you are and how you come across and your your intelligence and your humor and your wisdom and uh i'm not trying to bribe you but i'm just wondering are parents allowed to join this uh um seminar that you're doing or 
is it only for kids? Because the reason I'm asking is just because if I feel confused um, because of all the information, obviously, and it's almost like, you know, when you go to the library and you get a, a children's book out on something, it's very, um, uh, it really helps map things out. So that's my question. Or if no, will you have something soon? For well, it's, it's, my focus is going to be in dialoguing with the kids. If you want to okay. be in the background listening, you can. Right, I, right, okay. I, I don't see me having a parent and their kid on at the same time it's it's a no right and, okay yeah that's that's what i wanted to know just sort of this a little bit more about the structure of it yeah but but there's been requests within this program already for to do programs for other groups who are older than 18 yeah so it's just when you find somebody when you find someone that's got um a way like you do it's it's just so refreshing um yeah. So anyways, there's something else for you to do because you're not busy enough. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, Thank Tanya, you. I remember the first rally about two years ago that I went to and I heard, I can't remember if it was you or Ted being on stage. And I reached over to Howard Olson and I said, they're not going to be able to articulate that. They're not going to be able to do as good a job as those who have had their head in this and practicing. And it's like, when I was inspired by you to go into Costco a year ago, <laughs> Tanya did it, I'm going in. <laughs> I was promptly escorted out of there by two police officers. I, I, like I literally, I didn't have all, all the right words and I was mumbling the charter of rights on the way out and they're just laughing at me, you know? So the, the ability for all of us to articulate and, and the only way to get confidence in that is to practice, right? And that's one of the things they're going to do with the kids, but maybe it's something we should be doing with adults as well, right? Yeah. And, and one of the things that you're right on, Greg, is that, um, you know, I ended up in those situations and I was just like stuck for words. But as I've immersed myself in the information, as I've learned and been educated, it just flows from me it's yes. like what is in the heart is in the mind also and then that's what you speak right. and and that's what we're trying to do here as you become educated on the issues and you truly understand them uh, you can easily take this on in any conversation so yeah. that's what we'd super encourage is just get immersed in action for canada's webpage, learn the materials read a notice of liability Read it once a week until you understand, you know, that we have Supreme Court rulings in our favor, where the PCR test stands, et cetera. And, and it will make your journey so much more easy. I mean, look at even Genevieve, right, Tanya, in a short period yes. of time. Look at how her speaking's improving. Like, wow. Yes. Amazing, right? Well, not yeah. amazing. That's, that's what people can do. What else? Good. All right. So let's do maybe is one more question, Terenzio. In respect of uh, Dr. Greg's time, sure. This has been a great, great time together. We will take a question from Tony Leduc. I am. Yes, I am. All right, you're up. Hello, Dr. G. Hello, Tony Leduc. I have a suggestion. I have a daughter-in-law who teaches in a Christian school in Abbotsford. Can you send an email to every, like your daughters, in a Christian school too? Can you send an email to every Christian school in BC asking them to send your information home to see if any of the students 
and parents would like to. Wow. Anya, that's, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, Tony's a genius, actually, in many in many ways. We got her on teaching some night too. And um, I have one other yeah, question. What about kids from the U.S.? Can they participate? Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I would say any child. They're going to be learning the Constitution and the Charter, but. Greg, I, I would say this was this is open to as many kids as we can. <laughs> teach. How many will the channel take? Uh, a three thousand. Oh, good. Okay. Because <laughs> I have one and, thirteen year old in mind. <laughs> all right, we we should be putting a post out to all of our chapters. I'll bring that up on our Monday chapter leader meeting, uh, suggesting to them to reach out to schools to let them know this program is available. But if Greg could get the Marcos. list of all the Christian academies in BC or across, well, BC, and see if someone can pass it on through their provinces. Well, there's a Christian Schools Association too that we might tap into. So, oh my well, God. why not? Why not? Think big. That's what you do, Tony Leduc. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm glad I got on so I can pass the suggestion so everyone could. Reach yeah. out to schools. Thank but you very much. Asked how to introduce A4C to the church. You know how I yeah. introduce A4C to the church? I just talk about A4C in the church. Here's what's going <laughs> on. Here's what happened at the rally. We're doing, listen, you guys, this business of being churchy in church, we're done with that. Okay, there used to be something called the Black Robe Regiment in a time when USA was in a civil war. And a pastor would be at the pulpit preaching with his black robe on. And he'd you know, greet the congregants, et cetera. He'd walk out the front door and take off his jacket. And what would he have underneath? A uniform. We're at war here, you guys. Yes, we bring the word of God. Yes, we speak the word of God first and foremost. Yes, we preach the Bible. Yes, we do. But we're also out on the front lines doing what we can in the natural. And that's what Tanya is doing and everybody involved in Action for Canada. So how do you introduce it to your church? Just begin speaking about it. Tell them how to find Action for Canada. Tell them what they're doing. Yeah. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say as well, um, we also, we've had a, a program not only for business owners and parents and elected officials and all of this, but also for church leaders. And we ended up putting that uh, program on hold, sadly, in August, because we started out with 360 uh, churches and uh, pastors and church leaders in February of last year attending and every week we were putting so much into uh, bringing in special speakers, training them up, saying, this is how you deal with police. This is how you, you have a right to assemble and preach and be alive as a church during this time of uh, this fake pandemic. And it just dwindled down. So uh, the head of our team for the pastors is Ron Raywalt. He's absolutely amazing. We've got a pastoral team now together um, after about six months uh, because Ron and I looked at each other in August and I says, you know what? We have so many people wanting to rise up as chapter leaders. I says, we need to put our focus on this. So we're going to have chapter leaders that believe in Canada as a Judeo-Christian nation and the principles and values. And so that anybody is welcome to join a chapter. But as far as our leadership is concerned, that if we don't believe in the patriotism of this country and the sovereignty of what it was built on, we're lost as a nation. And so we wanted really strong leadership 
um, starting from the chapter leaders down, anybody can join. And uh, that sort of became sort of our church. It became a mission field. And so now um, we are uh, recommencing the uh, campaign to reach out to churches and leaders and train them up and and see if we can get some of those those leaders back on track and and so yeah it's been it's been trying to meet the needs of many different uh sectors of society and uh something for everybody Perfect. all right thanks thank Perfect. you for your question I, I think that that's all we have for today and i just wanted to add one more thing if anybody else wants out there that's listening if they want to help just share the action for canada empower hour with one friend Invite one friend, mm -hmm. send them the link, and uh, the more we, the more people we can get to, the more we can help. I just wanted to toss that out there. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Terenzio, very much. Greg, in closing, um, what is a word that you would like to leave on the hearts and minds of uh, everybody that's still with us here? <laughs> sure. Yeah, it really goes back to that um, 2 Timothy 1.7 that in the midst of all, all this, I mean, we're hearing a lot of bad news around the world. And to keep remembering, and I, I, I get pulled in many days, you know, and then I, I'll just call a friend or work with my intercessory team. And it's just remember, God's not given you a spirit of fear. The fear is a spiritual issue. Anytime you're in fear, it's a spiritual issue, okay? So go take it to the king of the universe, right? God's not given you a spirit of fear, but a power. You know, when you're in Christ, you have dunamis power from heaven. Use it, learn to use it. So not a spirit of fear, but a power and love. Don't be a sounding gong, right? Do everything you can with love in your heart first. Okay. And sound mind. God's given us an ability to think and to perceive and to get intelligence off of a website like Action for Canada. So that's what I'd leave you with, 2 Timothy 1, 7. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much. We always want to leave people feeling empowered and encouraged on this call. And um, we're just so grateful. I'm super looking forward to next week's Empower Hour with you as well. Anybody that was with us on the Tuesday call, you can go to the Workers Unite page on um, Action for Canada and you can sign up for the Tuesday meetings as well. We cover all kinds of good issues. But a week ago, Dr. Greg was on and I've never understood the fiat system and inflation as well as I do now. <laughs> I knew that there's, uh, you know, these, these, uh, these uh, central banksters, as I like to refer to them, and uh, you're going to help to give some a little bit of insight, a lot of insight, and some solutions possibly as well as to how Correct. people can protect themselves. Insight right. and action, what you can yeah. do. Take Excellent. Okay, Dr. Greg, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight, and I say God bless you and God bless Canada. See you next week. God bless.
We are going to be in every town and every city, and we are going to build communities within these communities of like-minded people who are actually going to care for one another again and love on each other and give each other the help when they're down. We are going to use the, the uh, teams and the people that build within chapters to support our businesses. The government's actions are completely 100% unlawful. Judgment will again be found on justice and those with virtuous hearts will pursue it. You have a virtuous heart if you are here today pursuing freedom and righteousness. And then verse 23 comes along with a promise. God says he will turn the sins of evil people back on them. He will destroy them for their sins. I take great comfort in that because I serve a mighty living God who has allowed us to go through this season of discomfort because we as a nation have turned our backs on him and we need to get right. So I am just gonna thank you so much. I'm going to say God bless you, Canada. Yeah.